Hey there, welcome to Rave Culture Cast, a podcast dedicated to fans of EDM and music festival culture. My name is Emma Capotis, a festival fanatic and dance music enthusiast who turned my passion for raving into an online career working with some of the biggest names in the industry. Festival tips, advice, hot topics, industry news, music, and more are all discussed here. Think of me as your unofficial rave mom here to help you navigate the EDM community and festival world. Tune in every Wednesday for your weekly dose of peace, love, unity, and respect. Hey guys, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. What is up, all my rave casters out there? I keep forgetting to use our new nickname, but rave casters, how are we feeling? What's going on this week? Um, if you guys are watching on YouTube, first off, what up, YouTube fam? I finally edited a new intro I don't think I've changed it for like a year and some of the footage I used to have was from like 2019 and when I tell you how good it feels to finally check something off your list that has been on your list for literally months if anyone else can relate I was like I am sitting my ass in this chair and I'm finally doing it so I spent like two hours on a Saturday night this is what I do with my life um editing that new intro so I hope you guys enjoy it I recorded a new intro as well. I just changed up things, you know. I like to kind of like refresh the podcast every like probably six months to a year just to give us something new and fresh. Um, So yeah, so I hope you guys are with me and enjoying the changes. And if you're new here, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited you're here. Um, Today, we're going to be diving into the world of Spotify playlists and music curation. Uh, We're going to be talking about hip hop and house music. Um, So I'm super excited to have my guest Steve Cardigan on later today. Um, He's an awesome content creator. I actually discovered him on TikTok because he does a ton of fire house music recommendations. That's how I found him. Um, And then I came to find out he also does playlists and he has this music group and he throws parties and um, it's really cool. So I don't think we've ever really talked about Spotify uh, playlist curation So that's what you guys are in for today. Um, But before we dive in, I quickly want to mention if you guys need tickets to any of the following Insomniac events, I am an affiliate and I am selling tickets. So I will leave links in the show notes today. But we've got tickets to Moonrise, Nocturnal Wonderland, Project Glow Philly, uh, Three Points Festival, and EDC Orlando, amongst many others. If you guys need tickets, thank you for purchasing through my links. I appreciate you. Um, Our listener of the week shout out. I want to do another Discord fam shout out because I'm feeling you guys and I love chatting with you every day in there. So if you aren't already a member, guys, you're more than welcome to join our Discord fam. Um, We've also got an amazing Facebook group community. So love you guys so much. Um, I'm going to shout out. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this wrong, so we're going to just pronounce the letters, but it's C-R-Q-R-I, C-R-Q-R-I. Um, I just love seeing your name pop up. I see you super active in the community and I really appreciate you always engaging in conversation and keeping this community active. So I, you know, love to see your handles over and over again. Um, So I really appreciate you and I wanted to shout you out as our listener of the week today. Thank you for being a part of the Discord community. Um, It's cool to meet you guys in person too because I get to put like a face to a name, but I love seeing certain handles pop up all the time. I definitely notice and I appreciate you guys. So thank you so much. You are our listener of the week. Uh, With that being said, guys, I want to dive right in because we have a longer episode today. Steve and I dive into so much stuff. Uh, He's a really cool dude. I love what he's doing. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy this. Um, We talk a lot at the end to a lot about um, TikTok and content creation. And if you're an artist listening, he also gives a ton of advice for up and coming artists, like how to get noticed, how to promote your music, how to grow with content, get on playlists. So stick around till the end because we dive into that at the end. But super, super valuable information. He shares a ton of tips and advice. So so please join me in welcoming Steve Cardigan to the podcast. All right, guys, welcome back. Today I am joined by Steve Cardigan, a DJ and producer and playlist curator uh, mm-hmm. based in LA who's joining me from Stockholm today, actually. Yes. Um, I found Steve through TikTok where I was getting 
awesome house music recommendations from him. Then I stumbled upon his playlist and then it kind of snowballed from there. I found his music group put you on. And that's when I said, like, we have to have this guy on here to hear his story <laughs> and learn more about him. So I know you've got a lot of things going on. We're going to dive into all things music today, but um, thank you for joining me for your first big podcast interview. Steve. I, I thank you. <laughs> no, they, thanks. Um, I was stoked when you emailed me because I haven't had it. I haven't really talked on podcasts um, before. I have a radio show podcast like thing that I do, but mm-hmm. um, I haven't really been on any other podcast before. So this oh, should be yes. fun. We'll see how okay, it goes. Cool. And stuff. So I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you for uh, for yeah, for hit me up. Of course. Yeah. And I mean, like now that you're traveling, just to get into that too, like how, mm-hmm. how, how are you making your content? Do you have a ton of stuff like film beforehand that, or are you doing stuff now? <laughs> I'm doing stuff right now. Like, honestly, yeah. I brought like, I have like a little tripod that I brought. Um, I brought like my mic that you see here. Like mm-hmm. I am pretty mobile. I don't use that many things when I shoot content, but yeah, like I do a lot of content. I'm nine hours ahead. So I have like a nine hour head start on the True. day before people come uh, and get up really. So I can like yeah. shoot content in the morning or the afternoon. Uh, nice. and then, yeah. And then I'm kind of like ready and I can just like save the draft and then when it's time to post, but it's oh. funny cause I'm nine hours ahead. So like 3 PM is, uh, 9 PM here or sorry, 3 PM is, uh, yeah. 9 PM here. 12 P no midnight. Is it sorry. late there? I was going to say, oh shit. Pacific. Sorry. <laughs> 3 PM Pacific. Yeah. Right now it's literally midnight. Oh shit. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, cool I'm like so used to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, I'll like set alarms to about like 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. to like post a video, which is like nice, kind of extra. <laughs> so yeah, funny, yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> it's like you gotta kind of just do it. Yeah, and I know like when I come out here, like I have to kind of like make those sacrifices, mm-hmm. I guess. But I'm cool with it. Like I don't really, I don't really complain or anything. That's awesome. Well, I know you're there for a little bit, but um, mm-hmm. how does that kind of like affect just your life and what you're doing in your work and stuff like that. Like, is the music scene interesting there? Have you like dived cool. into that? It's really cool. Like Stockholm is, is, is cool. Like we went out a, a, a few nights ago. Um, the music is cool. A lot of people think it's just like only house music, but it's a mm-hmm. lot of like cool hip hop and um, a lot nice. of multi-genre. Like it's pretty cultural out here too. So, um, but I get really inspired when I travel. Like I, I mm-hmm. like really like working, like for some mm-hmm. reason, like, I don't know what it is. Like, it's kind of like when you're on a plane, like you kind of feel like, I get inspired. It's like that totally. but when I'm on a trip in Europe or something like that. Like I just, I'm really inspired. A lot of people out here are super inspiring too. A lot of creative oh, people so out cool. here and music industry as well. Like, you know, a lot of songwriters and producers out here as well that are super cool. So um, yeah, awesome. easy to stay motivated, but yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's good to switch things up too. just different scenery, yeah. different vibe, people, everything. So definitely. Oh, definitely, that's so definitely. cool. Well, mm-hmm. I want to dive into like your backstory a little bit first, mm-hmm. just to get started. Mm-hmm. Like, can you just tell everybody a little bit, like, where are you from? What got you into music? Like a little mm-hmm. bit about like you growing up. Yeah. So, um, growing up, uh, I was always into like burning CDs in high school, like uh, from like yes. my friends, like my sister's friends, like like that was like the original playlist, right? So mm-hmm. um, I was always really into that. And then uh, I would like make mashups in high school, which is funny. Like mm-hmm. before I even like produced anything, like I was like finding acapella versions of like a Tupac song and putting nice. it over like a remix of Beethoven beat or something random. Like yeah. I was always trying to find like random, like, like, uh, kick push by uh uh yeah kick push and like uh, I'm sorry Miss Jackson so like it's like nice. two different like you know contrasting sounds um so yeah I made mashups um in high school and I was doing like music stuff for like the assemblies and like the basketball warm-up like playlists and stuff That's like awesome. that um but I wasn't really I DJed like one dance in high school maybe like or maybe I was like a guest DJ kind of like mm-hmm. didn't know what I was doing so I didn't really even start DJing until college but wow. I think when it came to like curating music, as far as like, I was always in the blogs, like I always love showing people new music. My favorite thing ever was like when somebody would be like, oh, what song is this? This is cool. Like that yeah. was like my favorite thing. Right. So love I it. think early on, just like music curation was a passion of mine. Um, and yeah, it's just like always stuck with me, I guess. So, so um, cool. but yeah, I grew up in Seattle. Um, nice. Uh, graduated in 2012, moved to Santa Barbara, went to college at Santa Barbara City College. Uh, for a couple of years and then finished at a uh, Cal State Channel Islands for like my uh, for my for my degree my four-year degree nice. and then uh, yeah I moved to LA like my senior year of college okay. uh, trying to like just like you know get out of get small Santa Barbara Santa Barbara's awesome mm-hmm. um, was DJing there uh, doing like hip-hop 
DJ, I was DJing hip hop music oh, cool. uh, for college night stuff. And then um, you kind of feel like you hit your ceiling after a while in Santa Barbara. Like mm-hmm. it's awesome. Like I love visiting Santa Barbara. It's beautiful. You have the beach, your friends, you kind of have like the parties. Um, but it's like, you know, obviously LA is d- just down the road. I found myself right. traveling to LA a lot. Um, and so I was like, let's just like make the move down there and like see, see what we can do. So yeah, that's when that's I, I moved cool. to LA in 2019. So nice. Three, you felt like you kind of did everything you needed to do there and you were ready for the move. Yeah. And like, I was done with college. It's a very big college town. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah. kind of once you're done with college, like it's kind of like either get a job in Santa Barbara. Um, mm-hmm. but I didn't really know what I wanted to exactly do. I, I kind of knew I wanted to do music. Um, but I was like into marketing stuff and like content stuff. And so mm-hmm. I was kind of like all over the place. So I kind of think I just moved down to LA to kind of see um, where the chips fell. And yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's like what I kind of kind of up, up until LA, LA. That's like my story. Nice. I love what you said. This is why I like love connecting with people because I wrote down mm-hmm. a question. I didn't even send it to you. And I was like, were you the person burning CDs and making oh, yeah. mixes in school? Because that was yes. fucking me too. Yeah. 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 100%. yeah. Like I would do like I would always like burn CDs for people. It's so funny. Like mm-hmm. it was like, uh, yeah, just it's a so passion funny. at like, the time. It starts yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. It starts <laughs> there. It starts there. And to like, you know, like like I talked about the music blog stuff, like um, I think after a while like people knew that I was like checking out like I was finding music that that wasn't on iTunes usually you know Mm -hmm. it was like bootlegs and like you know back in the day every every like artist would rap over like the same beat like on mixtapes and like Mm -hmm. that piff and stuff like that so um yeah that's That's like it's so funny like thinking back that's where it started yeah for sure yeah that's like I always say too like sharing music is my love language so I'm right there with Uh you like if you if you share somebody's song you know Mm -hmm. they fuck with you (laughs) so it's such a good way to like connect with people but when you move to LA like Mm -hmm. how does the transition go from like you were doing a lot of hip-hop and then now Mm -hmm. a little bit more house music but what was that kind of like evolution of your musical taste like dude it's so funny so um like in Santa Barbara I I opened for like sunburn at like a club called EOS so I was like getting into like EDM house music Mm -hmm. a little bit but it was most it's funny because since I was like a hip-hop guy um I was like finding like hip-hop remixes like that like house remixes like that was like a big thing like James Hype remixes like I played probably like half my set was like a James Hype like hip-hop remix into like a house song so um that's when I first started getting to it like when I met my girl my fiance um she's swedish house music is big in sweden mm-hmm. um and so she like her and her friends were always playing it they would show me like zoo and things like that and like i was kind of like learn, you know hearing a lot of house music at parties they were at and things like that so i kind of oh. like started getting more into it um but it wasn't until really uh i i made a song for my fiance my girlfriend at the time um for her birthday one year i made her a song it was mm-hmm. like a how like a saxophone house song and yes. I was like, I kind of like, I was getting more into house music. I like knew what I liked when I hear when I heard it. And then I wanted to give her a song as like a gift, right? Like mm-hmm. kind of as like a fun little gift. Um, and little did I know that that would like really change the game because it just like was a domino effect. Like I made that song and then I wanted to promote it. So mm-hmm. I like looked up like best way to promote and I knew it was TikTok to build an audience, right? So you had to build an audience. And so I was like looking up like ways to promote like songs and I was mm-hmm. always like came back to always the same thing it was like TikTok 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 wow because that was just like the out where the algorithm was and so I started posting house songs to promote the playlist that the song was on oh, and then okay. through that like it's crazy because I got so many people recommending good songs to me on my page mm-hmm. that I just all of a sudden it was like bam like I knew so many house songs and found so many artists and the playlist mm-hmm. is growing and I just kind of like developed my taste basically through that so oh, um so yeah like I, I think I was like a hip-hop head and that's why the playlist is called I'm a rap fan but these house songs flat is because so good. yeah it's like <laughs> I was a hip-hop DJ in college and like I was posting on Instagram like almost every day like song of the day and it was always mm-hmm. like hip-hop or R- R&B or pop or <clears throat> mostly like just hip-hop right. um and people like who on Instagram followed me, like knew I was posting hip hop music. So I was kind of like, how do I promote house music, but also mm. keep my, keep my brand as like Your a identity. rap and hip hop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And little did I know that like contrast between like hip hop and house music was something that I think really helped it because everybody was like the, the house community is so welcoming, right? EDM mm-hmm. fans are like 
they're so welcoming and supportive. So like if they find somebody who's like getting into house music, dude, they'll open yeah. up their arms and like welcome them in and like be like, oh man, I love how you love house music now. Like you have to check out these artists. So like that just drove engagement through the comments and just grew, grew the page and then the playlist. Oh, and wow. then, yeah, like crazy. So yeah, that's like, it's funny how I really started getting into house music when I started posting about it mm-hmm. and then just like, like, absorbing snowball yeah 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 uh-huh. and absorb yeah no oh, interesting so when was like when was that first kind of post like are we talking this was like two years ago was this three years this ago like during I know COVID. To- okay that's why i figured yeah because yeah. i'm like a lot yeah. of people got in in 2020 so i figured it was around uh-huh. that timing yeah yeah exactly so okay um it's funny because so i was doing when i moved to la i was doing content stuff um at a, at a creative studio um because i was djing and then i had a photographer that was like an intern for us and then he got mm-hmm. Um, a job at a studio and then we kind of came in because they was like really cool creatives there but there was like less management figures there and we kind of had mm. that background me and my my partner jay jay rare um and then we came in and we like started working in content but i knew it wasn't my thing i was like i i, I like wasn't mm-hmm. like satisfied as much i was it wasn't like really like feeling like i was i was feeling like that was my thing mm-hmm. so um when it came to like finally getting into the music industry I applied to like all these labels like every label in LA New mm-hmm. York like Tennessee like I was like trying to be at a label because I knew I wanted got to get in music but I didn't really have the background for it mm-hmm. so I finally got a job at an agency in Beverly Hills a booking agency for music and I was like hell yeah like this is my in yeah um and it, I was like the Friday before my Monday the Friday before my first day I had my mm-hmm. suit. I had like, I was onboarded. I was ready to go. I had like my oh, no. code for like the door <laughs> and they called me and they're like, yeah, we shut down the office because of COVID. Oh shit. Uh, you can't start yet. And I was like, oh, okay. Like maybe this will last like a couple months. So that's when I really started Ugh. pushing the playlist. Cause I okay. mainly, it's funny. It's funny how everything happens. Cause I started pushing the playlist really hard because I wanted to show them the, the agency that mm-hmm. I was still working during, during like the downtime. Right. Cause maybe if there were 10 people that were going to be in the mail room, maybe there's only going to be three after COVID because you never know what happens. Like mm-hmm. they just like make cuts or something. So I was sure. like, cool, let me like send a, a every, the first of every month I'm sending a, um, an email to the agency. Like this is what I've been doing. This is the playlist I've been mm-hmm. promoting like this, growing it. And that through that like exercise, I just like got into the motion of doing things. And then that is what led to like everything now, which is, which is crazy. And I, yeah, I never like even wow. went back to the job. Like I sent 13 straight emails. So over a year, of Holy emails. shit. Um, Good and for you. At the end of it, it was like, <laughs> yep, I have like 50,000 followers on this playlist. <laughs> like, oh my uh, God. and, and then I, and then I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to start, we're like working with labels now. So it all worked like out exactly as it should have. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Because, and two, like, I didn't have any like experience in music. And that's mm-hmm. why, like, when I was applying to all of these labels, it's hard because everybody has like an internship at a label or they used to work at a label or they, um, something like that. I didn't have any experience. So mm-hmm. the, the, there was a lot of competition that was just better than me. I never got one interview at a label, not one, not That's one so email or anything, not one interview. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of knew that I had to kind of start proving that I knew about music. Cause I knew I had a good ear mm-hmm. for it. And like I said, I used to like make playlists or sorry, CDs, but I had to prove it. Right. So mm-hmm. through content and playlisting was like my resume that I basically built for myself yep. to get into the music industry. And now that's become like my business now which is which is like yeah it's it's crazy it's really crazy this is why i love this shit i i love like (laughs) talk because it's you are literally proving my point i talk about this on the podcast all the time Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. people looking for tips or advice too to get in the industry it's like you are a fan first like that's how Mm -hmm. i started a festival fan first and like you can make your own career like by just putting yourself out there doing the damn thing and then like Mm -hmm. you you see like over time all these opportunities just start to come and like Mm -hmm. now you have you've built your own career doing like all these things that you love you didn't and the agency didn't work out because it wasn't supposed to work out and who knows where you would have ended up if that yeah and happened too (laughs) because when i was like waiting to go back i was like hitting up a and r's at labels and like getting advice from them like Mm -hmm. um like it's like how can I maybe even get to they're like do you're gonna what you want to be at a label like I see what you're doing like agency's awesome but for what you're doing I think that you would like a label more I'm like ah, I I think that's a good idea but mm-hmm. I have this opportunity here so I have to go for this agency job like because like I have mm-hmm. the opportunity right here like I have you know and then you know it ended up working out where I, I work with labels now so um wow yeah. 
Oh gosh. Okay. I want to chat like before we dive into the playlist stuff, cause I have so many questions mm-hmm. on this because we haven't yeah. covered it yet. Just back to like the music and, and everything that you're making. Mm-hmm. What, cause I love the name of your playlist as well. And I think like, there's mm-hmm. so many people who have the overlap. Like, I mean, I'm super into dance music, but that doesn't mean I don't like other genres. Like a lot yeah. of people have both, but what similarities do you see between like hip hop and house music? Well, it's funny because not much actually. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, I, when it, when it comes to hip-hop like melodic hip-hop is like my I, like my style like that I like the most mm-hmm. so I guess like when it comes to like mel- like melody driven music mm-hmm. like melodic hip-hop and then a, a nice melody for like hip-hop I guess mm-hmm. I mean sorry for house music I guess but the thing about what's funny is like I mentioned before like like rap and house are at two ends of the spectrum basically I feel mm-hmm. like there's like in a lot of instances, there's like two types of people. There's like a hip hop fan and like a house music fan. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what actually worked for the playlist and the series was I'm a rap fan, but these house songs slap. Yeah. So it's like people like saw like the contrast of those two things of like house music and like rap mm-hmm. and house as like two separate right. things. So I think that like the differences actually is what has driven the playlist and the series because mm-hmm. the series is what took off the playlist Mm-hmm. So like, just like, you know, if you, if I saw like, I'm a house fan, but I actually like these rap songs, right? Like mm-hmm. I would be like, whoa, like that is so interesting to see like somebody who's like in the ear of a hit of a house fan or an EDM yeah. fan, like what to them sounds cool. Cause it's, it's like, it's like a, you know, it's a different mm-hmm. way, different style. So I think, I think that, um, I think the differences are actually better than the similarities between the yeah. two. Um, but I think that, you know, what like Drake and Beyonce are doing right now is going to bring a lot more people to house music 100%. because a lot of people don't know what house music is. Right. Like even myself, like I'll hear a song and I can usually tell if it's like tech house or house, but I don't know many different varieties of house music, mm-hmm. which is funny. Like, and I guess genres are blending and like yeah. disappearing, but it's funny because yeah, like it's, it's almost so like genre. it goes so it's deep crazy yeah once you start going down the rabbit hole you're like holy yeah. shit it's, Dude, it's so ridiculous funny. yeah and I'm then like, you have like elitist people too but not so much oh, in house maybe people. a little bit more in techno but yeah you get that too so <laughs> yeah they're like this is this is drum and bass or like this is like i'll be like hardest drops in house music and every every time they're like this is tech house like this is big room <laughs> yeah, you're this like let is, me just call I'm it like, yo thing. yeah i was like yeah my bad like but it's funny too because i think that like me being almost naive in that respect mm-hmm. like like proves the point that i am a rap fan but these house like if i know house music 100%, i know the songs yeah. that i put out are like house house mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. um but i think it's like that's just because it's accessible to make house music where if I were to put like a, a rap song or something like I'm not mm-hmm. sure that would go very well you know like yeah no, I think I house that. music is just you know it's so you know it's subjective it's like you know I have a, a th- certain ear for what I like and what I've heard and like my taste for house music has you know grown obviously since I made that song in the playlist and everything and how mm-hmm. how the community has like welcomed me and everything and showed me so much music so um awesome. I think I think uh I think it's just like yeah that's 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 what I would say. It's like yeah. the differences, but yeah. You're merging. Yeah. I mean, it's cool because you are merging together the communities, which is nice. And I think of like certain artists as well, like Bass House like comes to mind for me because I love mm-hmm. to when like my husband probably listens to more, like he's a huge Post Malone fan, but he listens to a little mm-hmm. bit more like hip hop and rap than I would. But mm-hmm. if I'm going to like introduce him or if I'm going to like share a song with him, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll play him like a wax motif song because he has a yeah. lot of rappers yeah, yeah, yeah. on his tracks or something mm-hmm. like that so it's nice mm-hmm. to have like certain artists who do like find a way to like blend the two genres together but um how I mean, let's yeah talk about- i mean look at look at okay. acres right like do it yeah. to it like i think mm-hmm. that there's a and that you've seen it like just serious wave where like hip-hop like vocals like top lines are joining house music and that's a really cool again like contrast right so i think that is awesome like what acres is doing what yeah wax has been doing um mm-hmm. so there's a bunch of artists that have been doing it obviously, but um, mm-hmm. I think right now it's like a sweet spot where you, it's almost like any 2000s hit, you can yeah. like find a house remix or a bootleg or something on SoundCloud or like, you know, so I love that. Like I, I, I write down a lot of ideas like for, um, for like old pop songs or R&B or hip hop mm-hmm. that would, I think would be if they was reworked into a house song would be, would be sick. For sure. Um, yeah. And I think just the, the success of Do It To It by Craze has just been, um, 
a great way also to pull people in to to house music because i think if mm-hmm. you're a hip-hop fan like i mean you can't not vibe to that in my opinion right he's so, a good so, dude too yeah i think that, yeah good things happen like to good cool people guy. too yeah, yeah he's, yeah, yeah. he's uh, we've talked like a couple times on tiktok but um he seems like he's a pretty good guy like he's mm-hmm. pretty like you know um he'll he'll like comment on you know small creators videos or like yeah, videos engaging. too like yeah 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 oh, so, that's cool um, to see oh yeah because yeah, i think i mean especially just to like go on that again too with like the throwbacks like i know i see it on twitter a lot of times like some people who say like they're getting sick of that or it's getting old but at the same mm-hmm. time when you hear it live or like i was just at electric forest and like mm-hmm. side piece was dropping like um 50 cent like remix i'm like it pops off every time and you bitches are gonna dance to it exactly so, like, don't want to hear you complaining because you're gonna 100%. like it when you hear and you know it the words so yeah you're <laughs> yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. You're gonna go crazy still gonna vibe to it yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but i have sure. i have the playlist po- pulled up here and i mm-hmm. was telling you before like i haven't spoken to any like spotify curators before but can you kind of give like a little bit of behind the scenes of what goes into building a playlist and like what's happened since it's grown so much yeah so so um when i first started like put you on right like the the Mm -hmm. original my first playlist my everything this whole thing i started with one playlist it was put you on playlist that was hip-hop and r&b um but my whole my whole way of building that playlist was if i found an an artist or a song sorry if i found a song and i didn't know who the artist was i would be that more inclined to add them because you know, Spotify already does it for you where they have every artist you know of mm-hmm. and they have a playlist for them, right? They have all this stuff. Like you can find top the top artists. Like I could make another rap caviar at this point, right? I could have made mm-hmm. another rap caviar playlist, but I wanted to make a playlist of artists that were just undiscovered that people would find value in that playlist because yeah, it's cool to put on a playlist where you can kind of just like go to the gym and like, you'll like it, like, you, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, Drake, Future, you know, Lil Baby, things like that. But when it comes to like, I think pure music discovery, I think that is a value in itself. And I think the playlist can help really drive that. So I think, you know, um, I was in LA, right. Doing my, doing like the content studio thing. And I would mm-hmm. meet artists that would come in and play their songs during their shoot. And I remember Toby Lou came in, who's just like, um, he does like hip hop, like pop, hip hop, R&B type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember he came into the studio and was like playing his music. And I was like, what song is this and he's like this is my music and i was like bro this is so good like how are you not lit like how do i mm-hmm. not know who you are how yeah. are you not on on and and uh that was when i was started being like i it, when i was in la meeting like artists like peter sun and trip carter who are on the playlist who mm-hmm. you know they're they're developing artists i was like these artists are so good there's so many good talented artists out there and it's impossible mm-hmm. to find them all so it should be easy to make a playlist and every time i hear an artist or a song that i like when the artist i don't know mm-hmm. i'll add them to a playlist and I'll kind of, nice. I started the playlist kind of like people who I met in LA, who I knew who made music that weren't on yet. And I think mm-hmm. that was like the thing where it was like, let me show you new music, right? Not let me just create a cool playlist for you. Like, sure. so the whole thing, like when it comes to, um, you know, the whole put you on music group and all the playlists, like I do try to prioritize artists that like are less than a hundred thousand monthly listeners. Right. Because mm-hmm. there's so many good art. Like the, I always right. say like the best music is from the artists you've never heard of before, because there's so, when you are early in your career as an artist, like, I feel like you're really grinding, right. You're really mm-hmm. trying to, you're, you're putting like 110% in it. You know, if you're a huge artist, like you might be, I'm not saying they don't put a lot of effort, but you might be coasting a little bit. You might, you, you've made your money. Mm-hmm. You kind of have this thing where you kind of just have to put, you have to meet, meet your album, uh, your label deal with their number of albums. Yep. You know, I can't imagine that somebody who hasn't made it yet isn't grinding as hard or harder than somebody who has made it yet. So like sure. you can kind of hear that in the music a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just the way TikTok is as well now, like with creators and how I think like Hollywood was music, like the famous people used to be in Hollywood, right? So like mm-hmm. the music movie stars and they, that's who was famous. And then it became like the YouTubers because they were doing it themselves yep. and putting themselves out there. Now I kind of see the shift in music too, where a lot of creators and mu- and artists who are be able to create content are finding their way to mm-hmm. getting a lot of streams, right? Yep. Because that's like the new, that's like the same the cycle. way to get it's it like out. Kind it's of a new promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. 100%. So, so um yeah back to the question i think essentially just when it comes to making plays for myself i think it's just if you show somebody good music that they that they haven't heard before i think that's a lot more valuable um than than them just being like oh this is a great curated list of artists that i already Mm -hmm. know 
you know, got it. Okay. And you're managing multiple playlists too now. So like, do you have a typical day right now? Or like, how are you managing all these different things you're doing? Yeah. It's funny. (laughs) Um, so, uh, like my day typically it's like listening to a lot of music, watching a lot of content and trying to find artists on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, like doing having like uh calls with artists, like because I again I work with labels. I work at Third Brain, which is a label, a, a electronic label in LA. Nice. I work with them um alongside my put you on stuff. So it's like a lot of consumption of music. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think mostly um just yeah, like trying to always <clears throat> think of content ideas, shooting a lot of content, mm-hmm. but I always need songs for content. So I'm always like just like yeah, going through like my yes. my my playlists already have like um an algorithm to them so like it'll give me like suggested songs <clears throat> so Got typically it. how i like find artists is like i'll go through like my suggested artists or songs mm-hmm. to add to the playlist from spotify already so nice. i use spotify as a big tool to discover artists and then tiktok as well obviously yeah um, <clears throat> is a <clears throat> sorry is a great You're way good. um yeah. to to uh to do that as well so that's awesome i'm sure you so, also yeah. get like a lot of um because now that you've built this audience too yeah you probably get so many people also like commenting like oh if you like this person you should yeah 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 like, so i think i think yeah i think like a typical day looks like for me would be like wake up um check emails respond to emails um and then go through song submissions on my website so i have um, a lot of submissions on the on the website mm-hmm. and i try to go through them um filter them by like playlist if i'm like trying to update a certain playlist that day um um and then yeah i'll have like a call with an artist or like um yeah update the playlist try to find artists to maybe work with because i've been like um working with artists um for put you on as well like doing like kind of distribution deals with them almost as, nice. acting as like a distributor and then also i'm aring for third brain as well so um and then making the content for my own page and then also the third brain page so like mm-hmm. it's a lot of content music digestion um yeah and then like just up up keeping the, the website and like adding like my pre-saves of the week um but yeah it's pretty like non-stop though like but I do like it it's not like I'm like oh I'm grinding all day it's like right it's like I'm like I love You're doing it like, I love it. like yeah I love like finding music and like hitting up artists and like having calls with artists like I had a call yesterday with HBO this guy who's um um he's been crushing TikTok and everything like that mm-hmm. sorry Abo sorry not HBO Abo um did I say HBO Abo yeah you're good um yeah <laughs> he's been crushing content I had a call with him yesterday just like giving him tips and advice and like mm-hmm. seeing like telling him like what I see and like things like that so um yeah like always trying to help artists out and like people kind of schedule me for like consultation calls or something like that so yeah sweet it never stops I mean it's cool to I feel like especially with like our generation and a lot of people I speak to everybody's just wearing so many hats and doing so many things but it's also like Mm -hmm. hopefully like I know people listening now will be super inspired because it's just cool to see other people like making a career out of what they love and you mm-hmm. obviously got a lot of things going on here but yeah my last my last question for you about the playlist because you've got like a variety of different things that people can listen to do you have mm-hmm. a favorite because you've got like summer vibes you got house yeah rap yeah. fan is probably your baby <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny so um when it comes to me like what what i would listen to the most like which one of my playlists I listen to most it's funny i think my one of my smaller playlists the 153 a.m playlist which is like mm-hmm. kind of late night vibes like it's like yeah. a singer songwriter like slow r&b or like like acoustic songs like i listen to that a lot but i think soothing summer is what i listen to like during the daytimes the most like when i'm in the car or mm-hmm. i'm going somewhere um but it kind of just depends like what my mood is or what i'm doing that day if i'm at the gym like i'll play like my too hard for you playlist which is like like really hard rap music because yeah. I'm like in the gym right but I think my favorite playlist is probably the soothing summer playlist just because mm-hmm. it's like cool vibes you can kind of throw it on like whenever and like let yeah. it play through um you don't have to like be in a certain mindset it's kind of like you can be at a kickback or, like a backyard like hanging out with people or like drinking mm-hmm. or something like that and like listening to it or you can just be like at the house like working and listening yeah to exactly it so like so I, but I think the 153 a.m playlist is like super underrated like it's just like a good yeah, it's a good it. playlist to like just like consume like Mm -hmm. listen to actually listen to the songs and like feel certain like you know like other other playlists of mine I think you can kind of just let play through Mm -hmm. um but I think um yeah I think that's that's probably my two that I know yeah and then the put then and then like put you on is like my baby I think because Mm -hmm. that was the original playlist put you on that's what like the the company's named after is like put you on music group came from put you on so it's like I think that's like my baby Mm -hmm. um um and then uh but yeah, like if I'm really trying to like 
if I'm really trying to like have fun though, like I think I'm a rat fan, but these house songs lab will do it for sure. Perfect. Okay, good. Now everybody <laughs> know, now everybody gets a feeling and they know what to go for. Now. Yeah. Every, we're going to have links to like all the playlists. So you guys can like, yeah, but like check it all out for the, for the, for like you, your, your audience, I think soothing summer and I'm a rat fan, but these house songs lab are like yep. the two for sure. Um, Perfect. but yeah, it's like either, either way. I think, um, soothing summer has been growing really well lately. I think it's like summertime, right? It's like yeah. the outdoor, you're the barbecuing. But I think studio summer for like, if you're trying to just like during the daytime, like hang out. Um, but if you're trying to get amped or like add songs to like your DJ set, I think I'm a rap fan, but these house songs live for sure. Fuck yes. Oh. Yeah. Well, we appreciate yeah. you for doing it. Seriously, like I, it's, you know, it's a ton of work to do a playlist. Like I did, I think, I don't know how many years I did it. I had like a new music Friday playlist that I did mm -hmm. forever. Just like all new dance music, didn't matter what yep. subgenre. And I yep. just like sadly retired it this past week. Cause I was, wasn't mm. keeping up with it anymore. And yeah. it like, mm -hmm. it's a lot of work to search yeah. through and curate and add. And like, I give you credit because you got to pour a lot into that and you're doing playlist mm -hmm. parties too, right? Like, can yeah, you talk a yeah. little bit about what yeah, those are sure. and what they entail? Yes. So um, it's funny because so I used to DJ, like I said, I DJ in college. So I would do like we do events like we had like two. We do like again hip hop. We do like Too Short and Twista and like Neff the Pharaoh and Afro Man. And we did like a but like Throwback Thursday, like parties for hip hop artists. Um, ja Rule came through like two weeks after the Firefest thing happened because he was like hurting. <laughs> I think he just, like, was taking any any offer he could yeah, yeah, yeah. to make money. And like that was like probably like my favorite night like i've ever dj'd um That's when it so came funny. to like that but anyways um and so i was like doing events and i really wanted to like get back into it but i didn't really know anybody in la that that was like connected to club scenes or anything mm -hmm. so we kind of had like a a couple years where i didn't dj like anymore like i didn't dj in la because mm -hmm. i didn't, didn't really know anybody or have any connections there um and then i was just like i want i wanted to like just keep branding out what put you on mm -hmm. is right so the, it started as a playlist and then it grew to a couple playlists and then I have like the podcast slash radio show that I do mm -hmm. and then I have the content for it and so like the TikTok page and so like I've always kind of just like kept expanding it out and like kind of just always trying to like grow it mm -hmm. and I think that a good way to do that is like just you just get community right so like mm -hmm. I was like huh like let me like bring the the playlist to real life and I couldn't believe that I hadn't seen I'm not sure if people more people don't do this but mm -hmm. like i haven't i don't know why spotify doesn't have like a festival that had like has stages for their playlist like because playlists are just like so important Great to a lot point. of people yeah you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. and like maybe maybe they will now or like maybe yeah. eventually <laughs> like maybe yeah yeah cut them a check yeah. more people yeah maybe more people will, will start doing it but i was just like why don't more people like have like these irl events these real life events mm -hmm. for playlists so like how it goes down is like um I, you, I, I just do like, I'm a rap fan, but these house songs slap, um, is the theme of the party. So like, it's like a playlist party for that, Sick. where like the set list is songs from the playlist. So that mm -hmm. makes sense. Right. And then the DJs that come in or that spin are on the playlist as well. So That's awesome. it's a great way for people who follow the playlist or like the TikTok page to see the artists that they've maybe listened to on the playlist. I see them in real life play. Mm -hmm. Um, it's cool for the, for the artist because if I'm like, you know, obviously I'm, I'm doing most of this for free right so like right. if an artist is able to like get on the playlist like they'll like usually like show me love back and like be able mm -hmm. to support me and like pull up um so like the first one we That's did awesome. was lincoln jester and danny quest um at june shine in santa monica at the tasting room um nice. it was a uh, it was awesome we have like, two, like 200 rsvp because that's like the cap uh okay. we sold that out which is awesome and it was like mostly through tiktok promotion and like i have like a email um list Mm -hmm. um and then uh and then the second one was at winston house in venice um and it's like a two-story kind of like like a restaurant that turns into a nightclub mm -hmm. um and it's always packed there and we packed it out that night for sure we had um spook who's uh an artist on the playlist as well who was like nice. one of the first artists that i was able to like really help through the content like the mm -hmm. video of his like blew up kind of has like um, a few hundred thousand views That's awesome. and that like spiked his streams really well so like we've been in contact since then because he's like dude like holy shit like you just spiked my streams yeah, ten thousand, like in one day yeah. like anytime you need me to pull up or anything i got you like boom mm -hmm. so like he pulled up um and then we plan on doing another one in august or early september um oh, with nice. abo abo said he's down to do it so yeah like it's just like a way to like i, I just i think the future 
of like, I, I don't know why, like at Coachella, right? They have like the Heineken tent and they have like the other like mm-hmm. exhibitions, like these tents. Like, I'm not sure why they don't have like curator areas where like a curator can't, it'd be like like the actual Tanner tent or the Ari Elkins tent or like the Steve Cardigan that put you on tent, right? Mm-hmm. Where we can curate an artist lineup of people who, again, are on the playlists sure. or that we have that we've posted before or something like that. Like, I think that's like the future, but I think it's just early it. right now because it's only been a couple of years of this. Um, yeah. but yeah, that's like, just basically, I was like, why it's a great excuse to have like an event and like mm-hmm. spread the word and like, you know, we can eventually monetize it so it can help like grow the business as well, and, like help reach more artists. So I was like, let's do events. And like the, it's like less pressure on me if I want to DJ it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, I'm Steve Carding is pulling up and DJing at this club. It's like, no, yeah, it's yeah. like a put you on party, like come <clears> hang out. Like these are the vibes this is the playlist. Like mm-hmm. the coolest thing ever is like when somebody at the, at the event would be like, like, do I love the playlist? Like they're that's so awesome. like, that's like my favorite thing ever. It's like when somebody stops and they're like, dude, like, they, like, this is fun. Like the playlist is awesome. Like, hell mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's, it's crazy that like, that's all you want to hear. That, yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's like why I do it. Right. Like, that's, that's why so cool. like, I like doing those like for people who like to play this and come and like hang out and have fun like that's yeah. so cool I, lo- I love that mm-hmm. I think like the events for you like I just have a good feeling about and I feel like like you said it's a really cool way to just like bring people together mm-hmm. and especially like post-pandemic like having live events again is a good feeling but as far as the festivals I could totally see you because at a lot of insomniac events um they have like the mm-hmm. art cars which will yeah. be curated by a label yeah. typically yeah. but it, yeah I could easily see like they, them being like playlist curated as well that would be really yeah, cool because it's like a playlist like it's like a certain it, it's a certain feeling right you get a certain feeling when you're in a playlist mm-hmm. like why only experience that when it's in your headphones right like why not mm-hmm. like go and hang out and like see that live if you really like a playlist like there's no reason that you shouldn't go to an event and then there that that playlist is playing it's like going to a club and like every mm-hmm. song you hear, you're like, I love this song. I love yeah. this song. Right. Like if you really like a playlist, imagine like all those songs are playing and like you're with your friends and you're hanging out and you're actually able to like see that totally. playlist in real life, like doing this thing. Like that's, that's so uh, that's like, yeah, that's why I'm really excited. And I just can't, again, I'm just like, can't believe that more people aren't doing that. Like more. Right. And I want to like help curators, like do what I've done with my playlist that has grown into like a business, mm-hmm. like through like all the different channels, like through like the events and like the podcast. And like, mm-hmm. um, I think that I want to help curators do that. And I think that should just be more of that. Like, it's just like yeah. a cool thing, I think. And I just, yeah, like I said, like, I can't believe there's not like a rap caviar, like festival or like, you know what I'm saying? So like, or yeah, like yeah, a rap yeah, caviar tent. Maybe there is, I just don't, don't know. There could be, but yeah. You never know. I mean, I know like I watch a lot of the times like you'll have like mix mag or like in the lab mm-hmm. and they'll do like the streams. And I, mm-hmm. I always wonder watching those too. I'm like, who gets invited to these? <laughs> like, can I go to one of these yeah. fucking six and yeah. they stream them uh, and put them up on YouTube. So that's like also comes to mind for me. And it's funny. There's like the, the way I even like thought about the Instagram page for put you on, right. Like mm-hmm. was, there was this, um, this Dutch playlist that I forget what it's called. Let me see if I can even find it. But it's a Dutch playlist. And I remember seeing it on Instagram and it was like a playlist for German rap available on Spotify. And it's like all these posts about it. And I was like, that's pretty smart because again, like a lot of times, like I treat the artists on the playlist, like as if they're like my artists on my label where I promote Mm -hmm. them, right? So like I'm promoting, like I'm like playlist member, like um, Spook has mm-hmm. released this song or like he was added to this soundtrack of this video game like i did like a um when madden the nfl football game came out for for video game the video game um it uh it came out by the soundtrack and i posted like all of the artists in the playlist that made the soundtrack right yeah so awesome. like i always have like treating like the pl- the artists as if they're like under my label which is put you on which mm-hmm. is like just because like the playlist like my playlist members because the playlist is like a mall right it's only as good as the stories inside of it like right. my playlist is good because people make good music right mm-hmm. so it's like that's like i have a lot to thank for the artists because i don't make the music they make it i just collect yeah. it and then i promote them like and try to like you know help them out as much as possible because again it's put you on like i'm trying to put artists on right yeah 100 it's a good relationship to have and i mean either way like it's amazing networking, but also like they're going to be so thankful because they're, you know, underground or like coming Mm. up. So yeah. Mm. And like when they blow up one day, they're going to remember the help that they had along the way too. So it's no, you're building so many cool things. It's seriously like awesome to chat with you at like this point in your career because it's just getting started. So (laughs) I hope so. I think, I think so. I think, uh, I think I'm like hitting a stride right now, but I think there's like so much more to 
to do. I'm I'm excited mm-hmm. for like I'm excited for where like where it's at right now. Like we're put you on like with like the playlists and the content and the events and the radio mm-hmm. show, right? Like I'm excited where it's at. And like it's I'm excited to like keep going, like for sure. Like um yeah, I feel like I'm it's like, I'm I'm so thankful for like for TikTok, right? Like which mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll talk about, but yeah. Yeah. Um no, yeah. that's so awesome to hear. Yeah, I guess like lastly, like just to wrap up with um with TikTok, like mm-hmm. just as a creator in general, I, I know like I also love the platform just for what it's able to do for creators and like even music being one of the biggest like niches on the platform. But Mm -hmm. it also is one of these things that people are like constantly trying to figure out, like, how do you grow? What the fuck's going on with the algorithm? Like how Mm -hmm. much I have to post, like what have Mm -hmm. been your learnings from being on the app? Yeah. So, uh, definitely like, obviously like the the things that everybody says, right. Like consistency, Mm -hmm. like I try to post Monday through for Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. sometimes my Friday through Sunday, like for some reason, like my posts don't do as well. So I usually just focus on like Monday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I'll post like clips of like, like I did like a uh, 070 shake colors performance on mm-hmm. a Friday and that did really well. Um, but like when it comes to like posting content of artists that I really want to help when I want to help artists out, like grow songs for them, like mm-hmm. Monday through Thursday usually, but yeah, consistency for sure. Um, knowing like where the trends are at when it comes to like how people are like posting right like like um one like example would be like um i saw somebody post um if you if these songs are in your playlist you pass the vibe check and i was like oh it's a good idea like nice so like yeah. that kind of thing like where and that's like a lot of people start posting the same thing like if mm-hmm. you like this song you pass the vibe check the pass the vibe check but so like kind of just being aware and like consuming a lot of content i think is like mm-hmm. the best thing but um i think it's i think it's um series are good like part one through like totally agree. Or whatever yeah those are good because people like know they're coming back to that um uh but just like yeah like, i think just like if you if you're posting a couple times a day whether it be like um a repost even or like a duet or a stitch mm-hmm. um i think that really helps but i always tell art like i, I have a lot of calls to artists about about content mm-hmm. um and it's just like dude, they, they, they gotta, they post, they have to post way more than they think. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and they, but again, it's like, it's like, do, do make posts that you're able to like replicate easily, because if you spend two hours on a post on TikTok and it gets 30 views, like you're never yeah. going to want to do that again. <laughs> no, no, no. So I'm like, I'm like always tell artists, like find a way that you can make a video in less than like five to 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you can continually do that because you don't want to burn out. Like I remember like when mm-hmm. I first started posting on TikTok, like I was almost getting burned out because it would take me like over an hour to make a video because yep. I was like, didn't really know how to make an efficient, do it efficiently. Like with my time, I do a video. So I was like, Hmm, like if I post maybe twice a week for the, for the playlist, like I mm-hmm. wish I, if I go back, I would have posted every day, but, um, it was like my ninth video that I posted for the series took off because, and then that's when mm-hmm. like the series blew up and then that like rose all the playlists and then all my playlists are going up because um, like just my link in bio and things yeah. like that. So um, it's always like, yeah, like be, try to be as consistent as possible. Have fun, like do something that's like fun mm-hmm. that you like are interested in and you can do it in a, re- in a relatively short amount of time so that if a video flops, you're not going to want to like, just like, all right, I'm never doing this again type of thing. 100%. <clears throat> but that's um, great advice. But yeah, I think it's just like really leaning into content because we have just, a, it's an awesome time right now for artists. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like <clears throat> a piece of content can, will do better. A good piece of content will do better for a song than even like a Spotify editorial playlist will do. Right. Like right. if you, like I've had, I've had like the, the way that I even got into like working at Third Brand, the label and stuff like that, like working with other labels is like. I posted a video of Vandalux. Uh, it's called the song is matter of time. Mm-hmm. And I posted that and it got like 26,000 streams the next day from that post. Right. If you, if, if you were to get on, if you got added to like the biggest Spotify editorial playlist, like maybe he would get like 4,000 streams in a day or 3,000. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, dude, you, if, if you're an artist, like there is a serious opportunity to have a piece of content that does well for you that can just change your whole your whole life like you're yeah. one video away right like as many at bats as possible right like mm-hmm. you're not going to hit a home run like with six at bats like if you're if you yep. have at bat after at bat like i know people like daniel wall who has who's one of the biggest accounts and most engaged accounts on tiktok didn't go viral until his like 
100th video, right? So you kind of got, you kind of, you kind of, kind of, you gotta know that like, yeah, like good content is like really what matters because if you kind of like go viral once, like, and you catch a wide net, like I saw somebody post this, like Mm -hmm. wide versus deep, like wide, you might have like a spark where you like go viral for a second and like have like a a cool video, but like Mm -hmm. the, the amount of content you post that's like of high quality um, is more important because you're going to, you're going to create like an actually engaged core audience yep. that, that will really like help you more than just a, one video that, that, that went viral did. Totally so, agree. um, yeah, I think it's just like posting things that are, that are able to, you know, if you're able to be consistent with it, that's like the most important thing. I think mm-hmm. I love, this is so valuable. Like that chunk right there that you just said, yeah. like, both, like people take a lot of value. And I couldn't agree with you more. I always like, cause I've, I see a lot of artists posting and I get it. Like they just want to focus on, on making their music and maybe content doesn't mm-hmm. come naturally to them or they're resistant mm-hmm. to it. And I always think yeah. to myself, like, why don't you just work with it? Like, this is the way the world is turning, like why mm-hmm. be so resistant and not just like make it work for you, however you mm-hmm. want to show up on the platform. And I always think that to myself because you see yeah. people like John Summit, who's just like crushing it on social mm-hmm. media and his like whole mm-hmm. fucking personality is like Twitter. Yeah. But um, yeah. I don't know. I think it can only help in some instances. So I'm right there Definitely. with you. And I think too, like um, eventually, right? Like TikTok, <clears throat> it will, we're at a serious time right now where like the window is closing on, really really engaged mm-hmm. videos the way they are because eventually like ads will come in and there'll be a lot of like ads on tiktok eventually mm-hmm. right now it's a lot of a lot of like organic content yeah. um but but again like i think uh yeah if you're an artist like try and be consistent and try to do like things just show, show off your talent like show off your talent that's really what it is and then don't be afraid either to like post music that you like or like be a kind of a page that you can like show your taste in music or even like make your own playlist or series mm-hmm. or stuff like that because um like take it from me right like i i my the, the song that i made for my girl like it, it has like 1.4 million streams on it mm-hmm. which is crazy like it's, yeah. it's insane and so that's that's a, a testament to how like if you create content and playlists like that helps the algorithm on spotify grow really well because yeah spotify rewards artists who bring people to their platform so mm-hmm. if you are um, if people are searching like Vandalux, right, for example, right, if people are searching Vandalux on Spotify because they see my video or, or a video that somebody posts, like Spotify knows that and they'll push your music more because you're bringing people to mm. the platform and they know that people are searching for you. And like, that's like a nice. thing too. So, so um, like, I think total my playlist has given my song maybe like 250,000 streams, 300,000 streams, but it has 1.4 million. Mm-hmm. So that million, those million streams came from the algorithm just being um rewarded like being on a playlist that has people keep coming to because again like if you work the spotify algorithm yeah um you can you can kind of like like hack the system by posting content about a playlist i think so i think just like don't be afraid to be like a source for music and and then pepper your music in as well yeah Um, of course is is one one thing because you know if you just keep posting your song keep posting your songs keep posting your songs like Mm -hmm. that's great and a lot of people are are good with that but i think that like longevity terms like don't be afraid to like post like song like songs you've been vibing to lately or like yes like like this one guy does it where he like will be djing and he'll like he'll play three songs and he'll be like the first song will be like a one that everybody knows second Mm -hmm. one will be like maybe the song that people are sleeping on and then the third one will be his own song so like you can pepper in your own songs as well to your playlist and your content as well just to like alleviate the i'm always posting myself performing or yeah. doing things right just so, promoting myself over and over yeah 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 because like that, that can lead to fatigue sometimes um but some artists that are so good like they'll just literally set up a camera and like show off their talent mm-hmm. and it's just like show off your talent like really like i yep. tell ours like this guy named andrew bates from scotland like he produces all his own music he has a sick voice and he just wasn't making any content and I was like, all right, dude, just like literally just show off your talent. Like people will find you. Right. Like, people are just looking for, they want to find the next mm-hmm. artist. Like everybody's always selfish in that way. Like me and myself included, like mm-hmm. I want to be the first to find an artist, right? Like right. a lot of people love finding artists early. So if you can show up a talent and you have a low follower rate or like follower count, or you have like low monthly listeners on Spotify, like mm-hmm. people like will like that. Like they'll be like, wow, I discovered this artist. And then, you know, who like, knows if they, they share you, right? Yeah, yeah. So just show up. Just like be your like show off your talent. Like it is like show people your talent. Like 
This is yeah. awesome. The, thank yeah. you for all the tips. I love it. I, I mean, I follow a lot of DJs too, and it's cool to see them getting creative. And like, as a fan, I personally like seeing their personalities and not just their music. So like West End always does um, mm. like a day in the life of the DJ. He also does production tips and stuff like that. So I just like seeing him be a human being sometimes yeah. too, and like yeah. lifting the veil there. So I, exactly. I, you said it earlier too, just about like kind of actively consuming and that being a part of your day. I always tell creators mm. when I work with them too, like before you even get into creating, like, why don't you just start like really actively going on these platforms and just like consume, consume, consume and get ideas mm -hmm. and see what other people are doing to mm -hmm. just like dip your toes in and then start like getting mm -hmm. ideas for what you want to create. But this is yeah. gold. Thank you so much. Yeah. No, 100%, 100%. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, like my, my whole thing is like, um, don't be afraid to take advantage of the time right now. Cause the window's closing, I think on TikTok, like I, like I said, so like artists out there, like just do, do yourself a favor. You'll thank yourself in six months. If you are able to post five times a week, 10 times a week, like that's literally my biggest thing. Cause like, if you're even a playlist curator, right? Like post your playlist, like post music. If you want to grow your playlist, like post them, like post them on TikTok, TikTok, the, let the algorithm do its thing. Like Instagram, I posted every day for almost a year with a swipe up to the playlist and I got maybe 30 or 40 followers. And now you're like this, like you're able to post one video and I've gotten like, I've been able to get like 4,000 followers from one post on, on one post, right. Versus like a year of posting on swipe ups on Instagram, like to the playlist directly, like, just like take advantage of what TikTok has right now. Um, and, and yeah, like lean into it and have fun with it. Like, and just, mm -hmm. yeah, just trust it. Like really. Yeah. Love it. That's so awesome. I'm excited. I can't wait to see like what feedback we get on this episode. Cause I know we'll get a lot, but, um, can you plug, like you mentioned a couple of places, like people can submit music, like how can people <clears throat> connect with you? Where can they yeah. submit music, all that stuff? So the, I think the, the best way is I have a music club on my website. So put you on club, um, is, uh, it, there's a music club uh, on there and it's basically like the direct link to me, like mm -hmm. submission, unlimited submissions, like all this stuff. You can also submit on the website as well. Um, there's a lot of submissions though, so it's hard to go through, but I think the best way, yeah, it's on, on the website, put you on club, which is in my Instagram and TikTok bio. Um, you can submit there, but I think if you join the music club, that is the, the, the best way. And that's a new thing that I actually like just launched, but I haven't even promoted it or anything yet. It's like just mm -hmm. on the website. <laughs> so, nice. uh, it's that, that's the best way, like the music club for sure. Like, um, and then also it's good for, for, um, music fans because everybody who like joins the club, um, gets like a private, um, playlist every, every week of like songs that I found that week, nice. um, before I like post them or like add them to my playlist or like some that don't even make the playlist. Like I'll kind of just put like my favorite and like new finds, mm. um, in a private playlist for, for the music club members. So it's good for like DJs or like creators or, um, curators for their own playlists. Or, um, of course, like, like I said, with the, with the submissions for artists too. So that's nice. definitely the best way, just like on my website with the, with the music club. Perfect. Cool. Well, my puppy just came up next to me. So that's how <laughs> nice. I know it's time. Um, thank you so much. I'm gonna have links to everything guys go follow all of his playlists. Follow him on TikTok, Spotify, all the things. Um, Steve, thank you so much for your time today. This was super valuable. Uh, yeah, no, thank you. Having you. No, thank you so much. Like, thanks for, uh, yeah, reaching out. Like, again, like I said, like I've, I've, this is my first podcast I've done. Um, so I appreciate you for, you know, liking the the page or the playlist and and, and yes. wanted to hear more about it. So, so uh, yeah, all thanks to you. Of course, yeah, Steve, hang tight. Everybody else, I'll be back in a little bit with our recap. Alrighty, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Steve Cardigan. Uh, it was awesome getting to know him and chat with him today. Again, I will leave links to all of his stuff down below. So definitely check out his playlist. They are so good. He's got a bunch for different moods like he was telling you guys about. Um, give him a follow on TikTok if you want awesome music recommendations. I'm always discovering new artists and house tracks that I love from him. So definitely give him a follow over there. Um, this was just a really great refresher. I felt super inspired after speaking to him. I think it's great reminders for any artists out there or other creatives like to put yourself out there and to take advantage of this time with this platform like TikTok. Like you can really, really make a name for yourself and get your name out there, which is pretty cool. So definitely take advantage. Listen to the words Steve was saying. Um, again, you can connect with him at Steve Cardigan and then he has at putyouon.eth, E-T-H. 
Um, so I will link all that down below in the show notes. But for our Rave Culture Cast recap this week, super short and sweet. I'm recording a lot of episodes back to back because I'm going to be going on vacation soon. So this week I only had two announcements. Um, Dream State SoCal just dropped their massive lineup. Really, really incredible. This is your trance festival, guys. You're going to have any and all trance that you need Friday, November 18th and Saturday, November 19th. Um, I'm going to have a link to this as well. Actually, I just got a link to this. So I will include that below as well. But it's a really amazing lineup. You've got some really incredible artists on there. Uh, We've also been getting some teasers from Countdown New Year's Eve. We're already getting like announcements as far as this goes. Um, So I believe they're going to be having a sale. So tickets are officially on sale. Uh, Yeah, at this point, you guys are going to get them. Um, It's going to be December 30th and December 31st. This is a New Year's Eve event. Uh, I'm hoping we get the EDC Orlando lineup next guys that's what I'm feeling because I went back on their timeline and they announced it in July last year so I think we're going to get an EDC Orlando lineup drop very soon if not by the time this comes out maybe we'll already have it but I'm like I think that's the next one I'm really really waiting on because I'm going to ARC and I already know who's playing ARC but we don't know anything about EDC Orlando and I'm just very curious to see if it'll be similar to Vegas or if I'll see some new artists on there because that's how I wrap up my year and it's such a fun festival to end on but yeah I don't know there's still a lot of artists I want to like see before the end of the year so I hope there's some really good people on there but Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. There's a couple things you can do to support the podcast. Of course, a follow goes a long way at Rave Culture Cast on Instagram, Twitter. We're on TikTok. Again, we have a Facebook group community and a Discord if you guys want to come join and hang out and chat with us on a daily basis. That would be amazing. Um, If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can always rate and review. Like all these little things amount to a lot. They help with discovery of the podcast along with like sharing a link or telling a friend. So any and all of those things are very much appreciated. You guys are the fucking best. Um, We've got some incredible interviews coming up. I'm lining up a bunch of guests for the rest of the summer, hitting on all different types of topics and people and different categories so I'm really excited to share these episodes coming up with you guys so I hope you're enjoying it don't forget to turn on notifications so you don't miss any new uploads and I will see you next Wednesday have an amazing week you guys bye guys